Hello again, friends. It's 151. I'm Adam, and of course, I'm joined by a man who they say his politics are terrifying and that he once punched a horse to the ground. It's Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're here for another uh, fine edition of uh, 151, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at 151 The Show. You can also find us on Facebook, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're not really... We don't really have a great podcast, like just audio. Like it's more of a video cast, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to get the whole picture. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you could go find us in all those places and uh, really enjoy yourself. Ugh. Oh, what a hell of a way to start the show. Yeah, I know. It sounds like something that'd be on the sandwich episode, which someday we will do a sandwich episode. Yep. Talk it's, about it's going to happen. The greatest sandwiches of all time, and and it'll happen. It'll happen. There are too many good sandwiches out there. We got to narrow it down a little bit. We love sandwiches here at the One Five One. Yes, we do. So this uh, this time around, we're going to talk about a subject that uh, Justin and I both like. Um, there's a lot of these really nerdy subjects that we like, and 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 we like talking about it in a in a basement. Welcome to the One Five One. Yeah, exactly. One Five One Studio West. No East. Excuse East. me. You're Studio West. East. You're I'm West. West. Yeah, you're West. Anywho, um, <clears throat> it's really easy to sit here and talk about. Uh, hey. I want to see this book turned into a movie, or I want to see this book turned into a TV show, or man, I really wish they'd make this into a movie, and so on and so forth. And what we thought we'd do today is we're going to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it a little bit differently, because to me, it's too easy to just say, hey, I would like to see this turned into a movie. Yeah, this would make an awesome show. This would make an awesome movie. Yeah, exactly. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to point out some history of book series that have been turned into TV shows or or movies. And then we, we came up with a list of some of the series that we really like, and we're going to discuss whether we'd rather see it as a movie or as a TV show, if it worked better as one or the other. And that's where we're going to start. And uh, It's going to get deep up in here. It is going to get deep. It's, with literary aspirations. Yes, exactly. Let's, let's start with some of the stuff that's been successful. Yeah. Uh, probably the... The, the biggest one, I mean, that everybody would, would say and know right now uh, is going to be Game of Thrones. Yeah, that would be up there. I was go- I thought you were going to do the Harry Potter. Oh, well, that, that, would, be, that would be movie, absolutely. Okay. That would be the Holy Grail. So if you were going to put it as the best book series turned into a TV show, it would probably be Game of Thrones. I don't know that it's the best, but I would say it's the most successful. Okay, yeah, there's two different I things. I mean, that, that really is a, a, a quantifying you know experience. Yeah, it's... To show that it can be done well, mm-hmm. there are there are good uh, there are good ones out there, yeah. uh, and and we're not just <clears throat> let me let me clarify one thing <clears throat> we're not just talking about a single book being made into a movie because I mean that's there's hundreds of them yeah uh, and we are kind of confining it to our fantasy sci fi genres yeah. I mean uh, I think there's some some great John Grisham stuff that's been turned into movies, but that's no. not what we're here for. No, no. It, that's it, that's the other podcast down the street. It's totally nerd stuff here. But yeah, some of the other ones on the list of ones that are successful or so far, Game of Thrones, you, we mentioned Hunger Games, uh, which which I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you that that's a great movie series or a great book. I didn't finish the third book. I'm not going to tell you that it's a, it's a terribly great, you know, book series. I mean, it was, it was okay. The third book, I just, I got, I, I didn't, didn't know really what was going on. I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't need to read this anymore. Eh, mm-hmm. She saves the day, big deal. <laughs> but successful, totally successful. Very successful. Uh, Maze Runner, which yep. 
I think they're the the Maze Runner, the Allegiant, Divergent. Uh, I, I kinda those all kind of run together. For yeah, me. Uh, I they're two separate series, but I mean they are um, kind of running. Yeah, series serieses. Two different series. Yeah, two different series. Serieses. Um, <laughs> Stop. Um, Believe me, you'll get me at some point. Yeah, so. they're they're coming out. Uh, uh, they're coming out kind of simultaneously, running concurrently. Yeah. And they're a. I didn't read the Maze Runner books. Uh, I know the the wife read the uh, the Divergent books and and uh, told me about them as they were coming out into the movies. And so far, I haven't seen. I watched the movies with her. I haven't seen a lot of you know like really serious missteps. But it's nothing that set the world on fire either. Uh, some of the other ones, uh, the Magicians, which is on Sci Fi right now. Um, I just I can't get into that series. I don't know why. I just. Uh, I've, I've, I've tried. Mostly because I think this is why you have a hard time with that, and it was worse in the books than it is by the, in the series by far. Uh, the main character is an unpleasant person. You actively dislike the main character through the first book if you're reading it correctly, in my opinion. Maybe. He's, he's, not, he's not a good hero of a story. He is an immature, whiny... Little, he's Kylo Ren. Selfish, yeah, to an extent. The sci-fi adaptation, honestly, of of those those books, you know, they said the first season was going to take the first book, and uh, I think it actually is going to wrap up here fairly soon. It's still running. Okay, um, and and they're mixing in elements from other books. They're they're kind of moving the story along, and quite frankly, in some ways, they're doing a better job than than what the books did. Okay, uh, but it's it's different. They actually give an explanation. Uh, in the TV show of why it is different than the books, which I found very, very sneaky and what very the, interesting. What was the reason? Time loops. And and there's actually multiple multiple uh, versions of this reality. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of just a throwaway that they do in one episode, you know, where they actually, they had changed the name of one of the characters. Okay. Between the books and between the TV show. And one of the people who can recognize the change referred to her as the other character. And she's like, uh, no, it's... Yeah, okay. This. And gotcha. they're like, yeah, this time. Uh, you know, okay. So they are actually tying it together pretty cool. That, I would say, I would hold up as a pretty good example of how to do this transition. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the better ones I've seen. Okay. So what we're trying to say is it is possible to take a book series and move it to the movie world or the TV world yep. and make it successful. Yep. It, it, it is possible to do this. Now, there are some horrible missteps that uh, different uh, book series, like one off the top of my head that we're actually going to talk about here in a minute, The Dresden Files on sci-fi. That was yep. god-awful, horrible. You and I will continue to disagree about this. You know, I actually, uh, I guess, separated enough from the books that, that I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's not good in comparison to no. the book series, obviously, for what it was, when it was on, and the, frankly, the, the, the fact that it got made at all. It was crazy. It, it was pretty amazing. That seemed like that was one of the first ones that kind of came out and tested the waters with this kind of stuff because you can make the argument that uh like walking dead you know a graphic novel getting turned into a tv show could fit into this in this genre it, it genre could. excuse me um that you can take this stuff and make it successful yeah so dresden files was was post buffy no. post post angel you know that sort of those had had paved the way before 
you know, but it was it was I think one of probably the the first kind of these adaptations that we're talking about to try and translate that niche audience. That being said, we're going to dive into uh, uh, some of the some of the book series that Justin has told me about. You're pretty much my librarian. You were just making fun of me, if you yeah, exactly. Ago. Just keep it coming back around. Uh-huh. He's my director of books <laughs> and reading material. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the series that we'd like to see done put onto a screen of some sort, but in what fashion. And since we just mentioned the Dresden Files, that is one that I still think could be a good TV series or a good movie. I think to be, you know where I think it would fit really well? Where's that? Netflix. Yeah. On Uh, how well that they've done some of their different uh, uh, shows Mm-hmm. In the stuff that they don't have to, I, I mean, they don't have to cater. I mean, they brought back Full House. Yeah, you know, they can kind of do whatever they want but, on there. But they can get a niche market, and they can know what their viewing figures were mm-hmm. because of you know subscribers. I mean, so basically, what I think, I think you take the Dresden Files, and you make each season one of the books. Okay. Yeah, because you have so much source material. I think that's where it's going to run for twenty five seasons. That's awesome. I'm fine with that. It's like Doctor Who. Fair enough. But here, here's why I think it would fit well on Netflix. There are certain books that book series that you need a lot of that side information. You need a lot of that background, and there's not a lot you can cut out without really taking away from the story. Mm-hmm. And I think you need a long season. I, I see. Like, if you, it would be really easy to say, "Oh, I want to see this as a movie." I think you can do. I can think you can you can knock out a Dresden book in six to thirteen episodes. Really? Yep. I don't think you need a full like 25, <clears throat> 25 episode run. I think I think you're going to be so strung out that either the pacing is going to be so slow, okay, or you're going to be you're going to be reaching for filler material that you're going to screw yourself and you're going to you're going to slow it down. Okay, so I think I think six to thirteen episodes, depending on you know which yeah. book, and you're going to be able to to knock it out. Do you agree that you think it would fit well on Netflix? Netflix or Amazon, you know, one of the one of the streaming services, or or even like a, an HBO. Okay, somebody I can see that. somebody who's going to not need a twenty five episode commitment like ABC, CBS, NBC, one of those. I think it's also one of those series that, and I think the TV series version of it really proves it. You have to stick with the source material on this. You do. You you can't just because I I think that's what really bugged me is the first episode they take one of the most powerful enemies he ever had, Skinwalker, yeah. and made it into a nobody. Yep. It's like one of those, well, come on. I mean, you just took out a giant chunk of the book mm-hmm. and just kind of, okay. Yeah, well, it's it's either got to be, it's got to be, a sh- yeah, it, it's got to be close to source material. It's got to be, again, and this plays back into what we just said, the, the Netflix, the Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. somebody who's going to, you know, not have that space that needs to be filled to really commit that or it's it's in a space where I and why I think it would fit well here is because it is people will go to it. Dresden fans, yeah. if it's well done, they will go to it. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about well, we're trying to get you know the general population to like it. Yeah, well, I mean, if they do happen to like it, that's awesome. But we know that people are going to go after it. And here's one I guess it just kind of popped into my head when Fox did Wayward Pines, which was a you know a series of three books, okay, three or four, at least start out that way. And they did. I think it was a 13-episode, started in May, and ran into the summer, you know, one of those. Yeah. Or, or slot some to where they're going to have a couple of 
series anthology revolving throughout the year. Okay. But any time that we try and stretch it into six months of programming, you're going to screw yourself. And for those of you that aren't familiar, The Dresden Files is about a wizard <laughs> named Harry Dresden who lives in modern-day Chicago. Um, it's a doll Harry Potter. It's He's a PI. Technology doesn't work around him. And he's dealing with everything that you can imagine in the supernatural world from, you know, like zombies to, you know, Lords of the Fae to... Old um, gods. Old uh, gods. Odin. Vampires. You know, angels. Yeah, you name it. Yeah, there's a, there's a strong... Uh, Christianity, uh, you know, uh, where all that is real, all that is interaction, you know, yeah. the, there's absolutely 100%. Everything from every mythology is out there. And it's great. So we probably should have talked about that first. We should have, which is why I jumped back in. So <laughs> Thank um, you, thank you. But the, 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 the first series, they had, you know, a guy named Paul Blackthorne, um, who I thought, I honestly did think made a great Harry Dresden. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate him. He wasn't I, tall enough. I had, I had no issue with, with the casting on that. Of course, Harry's like seven feet tall. Yeah, he's very, very tall in in the books. We'll um, just put him at a we'll put him at a level eight foot. Oh god, he's not that bad. <laughs> he's not some freak. Um, it had its it had it's had its run. Um, if you want to see what uh, sort of an example of of Harry Dresden, uh, Nicholas Cage was an executive producer on that show. Was he really? He was. And you can tell that if you've ever seen The Sorcerer's Apprentice. He's very Harry Dresden. He ripped off Harry Dresden completely. In fact, probably more accurately in The Sorcerer's Apprentice than they did in The, the Dresden Files. He went right to the source material for that, man. That's, he, I, he, he totally I, totally ripped that off. I didn't know that he was a producer yep. on that. Yep. That's he crazy. He was an executive producer. That's, that's part of how it got made. Okay, so I think we're both in agreement that Dresden Files make better TV series than movie. A movie would be cool to see a big budget. Can't do it. But there's too much story there's that too needs much to material. be in there. Yep. So on to the next one that we, uh, our list that we made, uh, another series that uh, Justin told me about, Mistborn. And you can take this, this list of, of basically of these book series that we're talking about here, put them on your reading list. Yeah. Um, these are gold. These are these are some of our, our very favorite stuff. These are ones that I'll re- reread over and over again. But uh, Mistborn is by Brandon Sanderson. It's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a trilogy. The originally, yep, is a trilogy, which then had another trilogy after it, yep. and it's going to have another trilogy to come after that. Well, and the the second one actually, it started out as a trilogy, then it had one single book. Then mm-hmm. he said, "This was so good that I'm actually going to do a trilogy." Based on this, exactly, and then I'll have so it was going to be a quadrilogy, I believe is the term for it, with one off, with one book extra in there. So, long story short, about Mistborn, it's uh, about it's kind of Earth, I guess. It's what? Well, what's his universe called? Uh, the the Cosmere. The Cosmere, because I didn't know because I didn't know a lot yep. about Brandon Sanderson beforehand. I didn't know this connected to some of his other books. Yep. Uh, it's a it's a shared universe in which there were was an ultimate being and seventeen then beings, I believe the seventeen that banded together to kill God basically and take a portion of the power. Mistborn series example is is set on one world in the Cosmere, and because they're uh, the territory of one of these 17 beings, they have a way that, you know, their magic system works. Yeah. And then there's uh, another one called uh, the, the Stormlight Archives, which he's two books into, which is another fantastic read and could only be done as a series of mini series, you know, okay. uh, or, or very, very long movies. Yeah. Um, but 
then that is on another planet and their magic system works slightly different. You do have some cross-dimensional travel between some obscure characters. Yeah. It's pretty in-depth if you want to take it that far, but it can be enjoyed just on its own. You don't have to get into it that Yeah, that far. was the thing about it. I didn't even know that yep. other stuff existed and the story worked just it's fine. It's all but about how far you want to go down the rabbit hole. I'm going to... If you if you did this and you did it off the first uh, trilogy, which has to do with uh, a, a group of people that have been oppressed for a thousand years, I say movie. I think big budget, you, you'd have to make the movies you know, fairly long for each book. You'd probably need two movies apiece. Really? I think you could do, especially the first one, I think you could do in one movie. It'd be like a Lord of the Rings yeah. length movie. Yeah. The the last one, maybe, but they're all pretty quick reads. Yeah, there's a there's there's not a lot of, it's not like, you know, the Dresden file where you need to get inside Harry's head for a while. Yeah. You know, it, it could be a pretty straightforward pick it up from the context without a lot of explanation movie. I'll give you that. I would love to see this as a big budget movie. And I think you could do it. I think I, I really do. I, I I think the only problem with doing a movie is to guarantee the success you're gonna need the big confrontation at the end. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the third book. Yeah, but there's uh you get that. Now granted the second book would be be more kind of an Empire Strikes Back where you get yeah. Where you get kind of uh, uh, what has an ending that uh, it ends, but it, you're not going to be happy with it. Yeah, you know that it sets up the yep. third movie. But uh, I really do think that Mistborn, if you if you were going to put it on a screen, you'd put it on the big screen. That's that's me. Plus, I mean, think about the the seeing the uh, 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 what's his name, Lord Ruler, or am I thinking of a different series? No, you're thinking you're right. Uh, Kendrick Shaw, or how do you say it? Kendrick Shaw, Kendrick Shaw, his castle. Yeah, imagine Kendrick. seeing. Seeing that on the big screen, on the big screen, would be pretty outstanding. And some of those powers, and you know, the different kinds of characters and mm -hmm. stuff in that, I, I, I really do think it would work better on the big screen. I mean, you can make a TV series out of that, but for the grandness of this, like Dresden, I mean, Chicago is the base of it. That'd mm -hmm. be easy to film. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just worry that you know you're gonna have X amount of budget, and you're gonna you're gonna blow it all in a couple of fights, and and not have enough for the rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you'd want really well done special effects. Yeah, for it you'd too. have to you'd have to rein that budget in. I mean, but, but it could I, be done. But I mean, with uh, how much they kind of fly through the air using the steel pushes and poles. Yeah. I mean, you'd want that to be like a Spider-Man as you wouldn't want to see that half-assed. No, you wouldn't. I mean, maybe that's what I'm. Why I think I wouldn't want to see some of the the magic power systems in this half-assed. Mm -hmm. That you'd want it to be really well done. Mm -hmm. That's my take. I don't know. I don't know. I will. I will. I'm going to reserve judgment on whether that one will work as a movie until after I see Warcraft. Okay. Yeah, Warcraft. I don't know. Because what we're talking about here, a lot of that is going to be, you know, it's sort of the same kind of difficult translation. Yeah, but they're, they're, this one actually has a, a, a better story. Like Warcraft... Not, not disagreeing with you there. I'm just saying as far as the practical effects and, and, yeah. and what it's going to be, I mean, you have, you have the, the danger of running towards, you know, the prequels. Over CGI? Yeah. O Overuse of CGI. Yeah, exactly. Say. Okay, so you're going to go up in the air. I'm going to say movie on that one. Yeah. I don't, you... I don't have a good reason not to say movie, so I'll agree. Okay. The next one up on the list is actually one that uh, has been used or bought, essentially. Yeah, just last fall. And it's going to be... I don't know what channel it's going to be on. I don't know... Uh, I know it was Lionsgate Entertainment. I don't know whether it's going to be movie series, because it was a multi-platform deal, movie, television, video game, the whole nine yards. 
what movie is it or what uh, uh, book is it? The The King Killer Chronicles um, by Patrick Patrick Rothfuss, which could be one of the greatest two books I've ever read. Yeah, I mean it. It really is. It's it's actually kind of coincidental timing because I just went back and and started. I saw I had a timeline thing pop up on Facebook from a couple years back where. You know, um, it was him talking about it, and I, I tagged you and said, why haven't we seen the third one yet? Yeah. And, and I had just finished up another book, and I said, well, screw it. I'm going to go back and start these again. So this is a, this is coincidental timing, but it is probably, I agree with you, probably two of the best books I've ever read. And I can only hope that the reason it's taken him so long is taking him like five years on no. the third one is, is he's trying to live up. I hope that he didn't start and tell the first two-thirds of the story better than he can ever wrap it up. I hope the third's not a disappointment. Yeah, that's going to be the weird thing. It's a uh, story about essentially a gypsy. Yep. Gypsy kid that gets orphaned by people unknown. Uh, he goes to a school of magic, uh, gets very powerful, and... Uh, well, well, well I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm getting when, to it. When, but when he says a school of magic, it's not Hogwarts. It is a real, honest-to-God, uh, Arcanum University yeah. uh, where they deal with, you know metallurgy and chemistry and medicine and alchemy. And I mean, it's not just, you know, you're a wizard, Harry, you know, kind of defense against the dark arts crap. I mean, it is, Yeah. if you translated that as close as I can think into like a Yale for wizards. Yeah. Or Um, MIT for wizards, probably better yet. But the uh, the general part of the story is he makes a name for himself. Uh, Eventually something happens and he goes into hiding and then the story is told as uh, from his point of view, like he's telling it later on. Uh, after, to, after he's not only become famous, gone through this, become... A legend. Ob- obviously, king killer, uh, and earned all of his nicknames, uh, quote the bloodless, you know, the there's a dozen of them here that I can't Crane. think of. Yeah. Uh, um, stumble, stumble, stumble. Oh, you know, he ransomed, he ransomed kings and princesses and, and all this crap. And yeah, it's a it's killed a, an angel. Yeah, it's a it's a storyteller coming along and going, "Oh my God, it's you!" You know, and his price basically for silence is to get this story. And it's and it's him honestly telling the story, not the legend that yep. was what everybody thinks it is. Yes, so. it's him basically going through and saying, "Well, that wasn't that big of a deal. Here's what actually happened." Yeah, exactly. But somehow it's incredibly interesting. And he's an amazing lute player, amazing actor, because he's gypsy born. Yeah. Essentially, what do they call him? I forget. Uh, uh, Edom Ra, yeah, or Edom Rue, something like that. Yeah, the Rue, the Rue of the day. R U H. So I mean, it could be Ra, could be Rue. I don't think there's a pronunciation yeah. guide in the. Say book. his name because I can never say it right. Kvoth. Kvoth. It's how I say it. It's K V O T H E. Kvoth. Kvoth. Anywho, it's spelled with a K. Yes. So uh, with this being, it's it's going to be out somewhere. Where would you want to say it? Because I know what my answer is, but I want to hear yours first. I'm saying movies. Really? I actually think that if you... Well, I'm not saying that, that the whole book isn't... The first book is 745 pages, to yeah, give you an long, idea. It's not a short read. No, it is not a short read. And it, I mean, this is, uh, quote-unquote, day one of three of him telling you know the, uh, uh, the story to this chronicler. I think that you could abbreviate enough... That you would do one movie per book, maybe maybe one and a half. You know, maybe it would run four movies. Okay, but you would have to have you would have to have the commitment, basically, that hey, you know, if this goes well, we're going to break it up into four, and if this goes well, you know, 
you know, we'll see how number one does. We're going to leave it on a logical break. Yeah. And then two, three, four get greenlit, and we can we can go and we can film them, you know. Because otherwise you're going to run into um, like a golden compass sort of thing. I was just thinking because uh, I, I thought of a couple other ones that didn't do so well. That, hey, that was that was that had such potential and actually there there are some there's some doctor who showrunners who are going to pick that up again and do it in britain yeah but that was one of them that was a movie for those of you that aren't familiar if you the the golden compass was a movie here it had nicole kidman daniel craig in it which i thought she was actually the perfect casting for was good um her character a, a couple couple years ago five probably five or six seven now um, it was uh the the first book that movie was made out of the first book of uh I can't remember the guy's name. I know it was uh, his, it's his dark material dark material collection. That should have been uh, a mini series, like a Philip you know, Pullman. Philip Pullman. There you go. That should have been a mini series. Unfortunately, they threw so much money into that thing. I mean, it's got a polar bear army in it. Mm-hmm. They burnt up so much budget that was that was only going to return a certain amount of dollars. Yeah, they overspent and they they prevented themselves from doing any more because they they so over. Bought yeah. the budget on the first one, and they changed the ending, which made yeah. no sense. Why you would do that? And anywho, um, yeah, that that was one that was very disappointing. It's a good read yeah. too. Philip Pullman's uh, his Dark Materials. It it caused quite the stir. Mm-hmm. So uh, back to King Killer. Uh, so you're saying movie? I'm saying movie. Part of me agrees with you that well, this I, is this is another one of those. Seri- I think it can hit the wide audience. I really think if it's presented correctly, it could it yeah. could really hit the wide audience. The the place I'll I'll disagree is is there's so much to those books that I would hate to see what they would cut out if they did it in a movie mm-hmm. form, where I almost I I wish a TV series could have a movie budget because I, I wouldn't want to see because of all the places he goes the things he does the you could spend an entire season on him at the university yeah you could easy that is interesting to the kind of people like us that like to read books no that's not necessarily interesting to your people who watch tv and don't read books i i, I get it i'm just saying i think my, you're gonna have a hard time holding it maybe i i don't know though i think there's enough in that the only reason i wouldn't want it to be on tv is budgetary problems yeah okay I, this is a movie that you know it uh, just how descriptive he is about everything around him mm-hmm you need the big budget of a movie to really convey that. Okay. Okay. That's that. That's my thought. So, uh, on the surface, I'm going to say movie. Okay. But there's a part of me that wishes it would be a TV series because I would want to see all of the story. I wouldn't want to see you know a two and a half hour movie that's you know only parts of that because it's so good. Well, I think you got to have. I think that the first day is going to be a movie and the second day is going to no, be a movie. no no. You, you're going to yeah, have yeah, to yeah. have a series. You're still going to have to cut stuff out. I you're you're going to have to cut a lot of stuff It's a 700-page book. You know? It is. I mean, you're going to have to cut stuff out, and that's the only problem is I would hate to see what they would cut out. Yeah. There, now, granted, there's a lot of over-talking and a lot of description and a lot of that, but I you need that grand budget of, of a movie to I, do it justice. I agree. So I, I think it should be movies. So we're both saying movie. Yep. But no matter what, if this does ever get made, and from the sounds of things it's been bought, it's probably going to get made. Yeah. The only one that, that I know of that's been bought and, and hopefully never gets made is The Wheel of Time, but we could jump on that in a couple of minutes. Well, um, the the other one I was thinking along with this, you no, know, no matter what, it will never, ever, ever be as good as the books. 
No, it, it won't. I mean, none of these really, when it comes down to it, will ever be as good as the books. And I say that not to be some sort of literary snob. I just think it's a fact. Um, the, the other one that you made me think of during this that they've tried to do, that's kind of in the same realm of King Killer, it's uh, uh, Shannara Chronicles. Oh, yeah. The, on MTV. The MTV. And, and I pray that King Killer isn't on MTV. I've got a couple of episodes of that recorded, but I've never sat down to watch it. I gave up on it. Yeah? It, it's not that it was bad or anything. It just was like, okay. Okay. It may have been time or whatever, but there wasn't enough there that really helped. Well, my the one interest. thing that I had heard is that the like instead of using the language, they they just talk like you know teenagers. Oh, in, yeah. in current day, they could they could take all those characters on that the way they have them cast and the way they talk, and it could be real world. Nice. So that's, that's probably not going to work then. That's all right. Why it's on MPV. TV. Yeah, exactly. So uh, King Killer were both same movie. For the grandness of it. Yep. Correct? Um, the last one I have on the list, unless we want to get to Wheel of Time, was it, that you wanted yeah. to bring up? Uh, I can I can cover that in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, the last uh, the last series here is Sandman Slim. Which is a complete sort of 180 detour from everything that we've covered before. Because, yeah. I mean, this is... Uh, the, the series of books is by a guy named Richard Codry. He's sort of a, I think he was a fetish photographer at one point. I mean, he the dude's had some weird stuff that he's done. Yeah. This is about a magician who gets betrayed and sent to hell and is a pit fighter. Spends and, 11 years in hell as an alive human. Yes. Uh, yeah, doesn't get killed and goes to hell. Gets sent to hell. Yeah. Uh, survives hell. Comes back up. Black magics his way back up to the surface, and and basically goes after revenge. And I mean, you want to talk about an anti-hero? This is about as anti-hero as it gets. This is a bad dude. His his uh, arena name starts being Sam and Slim, but his real name is James Stark. Yep. The like you read the book, and all I can ever think of is like I want to smoke and drink right now. Yeah, yeah. The descriptions of of drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes, uh, especially for an ex smoker. Yeah. Um, there are two things in the world that make me want to smoke: uh, a Sandman Slim book and a Band of Brothers uh, oh. <laughs> on HBO. <clears throat> Man, those are the only two things that make me want to smoke again. That could be a cigarette commercial, right there. It really could. But uh, no, uh, basically, he's the devil's hitman, is what they call him. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a very interesting relationship with Lucifer. Yep. Which is, I don't want to say what it is, but it's a very interesting take on that. Um. Lucifer, um, God, you know, uh, most of your archangel pantheon. I mean, these are all characters in this story. Yeah, it's very, very Christian based. Yep. I would say very, yeah, well, very steeped in the Judeo-Christian hierarchy. Boy, there's a lot of there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of cussing. There's mm -hmm. a lot of drinking. Fair amount of sex in there. Yeah. I and mean, and a lot of weirdness. A lot of weirdness. A lot of you know grotesque disfigurement. A lot of uh, one of the main characters is gets decapitated. His head stays alive, and I think for a while he's on a robot dog. No, it was uh, the uh, like uh, a hellhound body. That's the end one. Yeah, it, he starts out on the little platform. Yeah, on a little the, platform with like mechanical little legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's it, it would be uh, very very difficult from a effect standpoint to translate this, but from a content standpoint, even more. I mean, this stuff would make uh, Game of Thrones look like Sesame Street. You have to go movie, right? I think you do. I think that's I think that's the only way that you're and I mean it's gonna be a hard, hard R. Yeah. Or you have to have somebody like HBO or Showtime that is just gonna say this is gonna be on at eleven PM, this is gonna be rough. 
Can you? Well, here's because I honestly think if you made it true to the book, it would it would be an X. You know, just based off could, gore and violence alone. Yeah, but if I mean, if they can get away with uh, Deadpool and stuff, I mean, it's not terribly. I mean, Deadpool's all was humor and and swearing, but I mean, it was not terribly terribly the sort of graphic violence that we're talking about. You know, demons in the in the in the pit. Some uh, some of the stuff. I mean, even going on in the background of of you know when when uh, when he travels down to hell. I mean, yeah, that's stuff that you wouldn't get away with. I think this would be a good movie because, long story short, there's not a ton to the story. It's not like a King Killer where it's 700 pages. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a it's a pretty fast read. It's a pretty simple story. Yeah, I guess you could say that it gets a little bit more compli- complicated as you go. But I could see you could adapt it easier to a movie. If you did a TV series with this, I think you it would be a little bit too drug out, like you were saying with the Dresden Files. I still go back to take two books and make it, you know, 13 episodes. Yeah. You know. Would you do it like a, maybe, you know what, maybe this is a, like, uh, we brought up The Walking Dead earlier, how they break up their seasons. Yeah. Where you have uh, one season in the spring, the second half of the season in the fall. Is that would yeah, that work? Could, I guess you could you could do that. I mean, again, you you've got to have a limited run here, and it's got to be to be true to the to the material. I mean, it's going to be a a hard R. I don't know how much you could trim out of it, but yeah, I think that split season thing could work. I don't know where you'd put it. I mean, you can't put it on an AMC. You can't put it on a no sci-fi. The only thing that pops to mind that might even be comparable. For the violence would be, uh, you know, I think Showtime had that's the Spartacus series. I never saw it. And I, I watched part of the first one and lost interest, but I, th- I think that would be comparable for, for blood and, and, and gore and, and the rest of it. Uh, the only problem being that, you know, that was pretty terrible CGI'd. It was, it was yeah. definitely a, a lower budget than it needed to be. I'm going to go movie for Sam and Slim. I'm going to agree. I, I think you could get away with the R. And, and not lose too much. I mean, yeah, you could you could stick straight to the book, and it would be it yeah. would probably be NC seventeen. Yeah, I'm sure. But I think you could I think you could make this into an R rated movie and not lose as much. Plus, I mean, this is like I said, it's a shorter story, so you're not going to lose a lot in translation. I don't think you could ever get it made into a mainstream audience, though. Just considering some of the characters. I mean, that, that's going to be a hard one to pull Lucifer yeah. and even God. Yeah. Because it's a it's a different take on that yeah. stuff, and it's going to challenge a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, let's face it there were there were protests in the street over dogma less than twenty years ago, for God's sake. Yeah, and that the big plus. The, you know what else the, is the gonna... biggest? The biggest really controversial thing in that was that there was a black disciple. I was just thinking that uh, the other part of this you're going to have to deal with is it's not. I would not say that Sam and Slim is a mainstream book. No, not at all. A mainstream series. No. So yeah, that's gonna be a hard sell on a movie. It's gonna be a really hard sell. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe Netflix is better for this. It would be more of a niche audience. That, I, this I is a tough one. I don't think either. I don't think Netflix, Amazon, anybody's gonna to touch this just again because of the subject matter. I think you would have to make it a movie to get somebody crazy enough to touch the subject matter. But you're gonna to have to throw quite a bit of money to it just to you know be able to to do the effects. Yeah, which is gonna require a huge commitment. The effects part of it doesn't scare me as much as the subject. Okay. You know, because I think you can do some of this stuff and not have it be a problem. Who would you cast as James Stark, though? Let me ask you real quick. 
Because there's there's one person that I, I look at and I'm like, man, that dude could probably do it. You're probably not going to agree. Let me hear it. Sam Worthington. And there, there's a really stupid reason as to why. I'm gonna have to Google Sam Worthington here. You remember, you remember uh, Terminator uh, Salvation, the one with uh, 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 Christian Bale. Yeah. There's a part at the very beginning of the movie where uh, oh, yeah. he was the Avatar guy too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where he comes up out of the uh, uh, underground base or whatever, and it kind of looks like he's crawling out of hell. That that was my first thought was like, man, that dude could be Sam and Slim. Hmm. He's a little bit smaller. He's got kind of a brutal fighting style already. I, I that that would be my pick. I'm I'm gonna withhold. Yeah, so it kind of three on the spot. Sorry. I did. It's fine. It's yeah. I mean, maybe that's one to come back to down the road. It's uh, no, it, it's interesting. I'm not willing to throw that out the window yet. I, I I don't know why, but it was that part of that movie that was like, oh, holy crap, that could be him. Except for the fact that he's uh, too big, for me, I'm kind of thinking uh, the guy that uh, is playing the Punisher in uh, Daredevil season two, John Barenthal, which I know you haven't seen that, so you're not familiar, but uh, I think that guy might make a good one. Okay. I mean, he just kind of carries that. You're okay with what's his name being a six foot tall Harry Dresden, but Sam Worthington being a little bit bigger than Sam Anselm isn't. Well, and I, I think John Barenthal would be bigger, bulkier than yeah. than what I've always pictured, you know, pictured Stark as well. But um, John Barenthal, I think, can pull off a guy who spent eleven years in hell. Okay, so. I got you. Well, there you go. There are four series that uh, we want to see brought to the screen in some form: uh, the Dresden Files by Jim Butcher, uh, the Mistborn. Mistborn trilogy, or does it have a dip, weird name? I can't remember. Uh, just uh, the yeah, the Mistborn trilogy. Yeah, Brandon Sanderson for that one. King Killer Chronicles. Patrick uh, Rothfuss and uh, Same Man Slim. Richard Codry. So. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of 151. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you would be so kind as to follow us on uh, Twitter, at 151theshow. We're on Facebook. Uh, same name, 151theshow. No spaces, no dashes, no nothing like that. And uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube.